Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. This is another Astros podcast. Greetings from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, California, where tonight the Houston Astros take on the Los Angeles Dodgers in Game 7 of the World Series. It comes down to a winner-take-all game to decide who is the champion of Major League Baseball in 2017. Lance McCullers goes out there, and if you can get lightning in a bottle out of this 24-year-old, you get a chance to really go deep. You get a pitcher who can dominate both righties and lefties. He's a tough matchup for anybody. In Game 7 of the World Series, I mean, think about that, Robert. It's every kid's dream when they're playing in the backyard. That's what you're thinking of, getting a chance to be a hero in these types of games. And I guarantee that's what Lance McCullers Jr. was thinking about when he laid his head on his pillow last night. George Springer will lead it off for the Astros, hitting 375 this World Series with four homers in three consecutive World Series games. Darvish working out of the set in the first pitch of the game. Misses inside, and we're underway in Game 7. Well, cloudy skies here in L.A. It's just around sunset time, 69 degrees at first pitch. 1-1, and Springer rips it down the left field line, and that is a fair ball and headed into the left field corner. Springer on his way to second base as Peterson trying to come up with it, and it's a leadoff double for George Springer. This is exactly how George started Game 3 with a double in the first off of you, Darvish. With some ecstatic claps when he got onto that second base bag. Trying to get things going for the Astros once again. He's had a marvelous World Series. Alex Bregman, the batter, hitting 269, two homers, five RBIs in the World Series. And Bregman bounces it right side. Bellinger to his right. He fields, throws to first, throws it away. Goes in the Astros' dugout. Scoring is Springer. Bregman goes to second. One nothing Astros. Bellinger going far to his right to field that and miss the mark on the throw. Well, what a way to start the ball game for the Astros. Bregman, a great job. All he's trying to do is hit it to the right side, do the right thing situational hitting-wise, and it really paid off with the errant throw from Bellinger, trying to hit a moving target in Darvish, and he missed. Altuve, 8 for 34 off Darvish, a 235 average. There goes Bregman, the 1-1, bounces in there. No throw by Barnes, and it's a stolen base for Alex Bregman. So the Astros with a run already on the board, being aggressive here in the first inning as Bregman picks up the first steal in the World Series for him, only the second for the Astros in this fall classic. Cameron Mabin with the other one in some good advanced scouting by somebody in the scouting department for the Astros to really pick on something that Darvish does as far as repeating things because Bregman got a huge jump. 2-1. 
Altuve grounds it softly right side. This will get in a run as Bellinger thought about throwing home. We'll take the sure out at first. Bregman scores, and the Astros have a 2-0 lead. Jose Altuve gets his sixth RBI of the World Series. You know what you have to love about all of this, Robert, is the unselfishness of everybody. Everybody's trying to do the right thing to manufacture runs. And it's paid off so far. 2-0. Astros lead the Dodgers. Bottom of the first game, 7 of the World Series. And Lance McCullers on the mound for the Astros. McCullers, four games, two starts this postseason. 1-0 with a save and a 2.95 ERA. was last seen starting game three of the World Series at Minute Maid Park, making his first career start at Dodgers Stadium. And what an atmosphere for it. No question. Tenth youngest pitcher to start a winner-take-all game seven in World Series history. Fastball, curveball, changeup. Chris Taylor starts it off for the Dodgers. Taylor hitting 227, a home run, three RBIs. Hands over the head. Here's the 1-1. And Taylor drives this one toward the right center field gap. Springer on the run. Won't get there as that goes all the way to the wall. Taylor on his way to second. He'll stop there with a leadoff double. So the bottom of the first starting the same way the top of the first did. Springer had a leadoff double. Taylor picks up his second double of the World Series. Boy, Chris Taylor's had a good World Series. Quality at bats, a lot of walks. A lot of times on base, just like you want your leadoff batter to do. So Taylor's now reached safely in all 15 of the Dodgers postseason games this year. And that'll bring up Corey Seager. It's a full count. Plenty to say, but this becomes a pretty important pitch already. Second batter of the game. Oh, absolutely. You have a two to nothing lead. You want to clamp it down. Not let this crowd get too far into it. Or give the Dodger bench hope. Here's the 3-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a breaking ball. One out. Here's the 1-2. Inside that hit him. That got Turner on the left hand, left wrist area, it appeared. Last thing McCullers wanted to do with two strikes on him as Turner will head down to first base. Runners at first and second with one out. Nobody said this was going to be easy. Now the 3-1. That's inside, and that hit Puig. And Puig looking out at McCullers. Well, he's not trying to hit him, I can guarantee that. Nope. That's the second hit batter for McCullers here in the first. And the Dodgers have loaded the bases with two out for the dangerous Jock Peterson. McCullers working out of the windup. Here comes the 0-2. And that's hit on a hop right at Altuve. Second baseman up with it. Throws the first in time in the inning. Draws to a close. Wait, how quiet is this crowd now? Down five to nothing there. They're struggling. It's right where you want them if you're the Astros. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. Producer engineer Matt Boltz at Dodgers Stadium. Game seven of the World Series. Astros with a 2-0 lead over the Dodgers as we start the second. Ryan McCann will lead it off against you, Darvish. 3-2. That is just inside ball four, and McCann draws a leadoff walk. McCann is at first after seeing eight pitches, drawing the free pass. Nobody out, and the batter is Marwin Gonzalez. Here's a 2-1. And Marwin drives this one toward the right center field gap. That's going to get down for a base hit and go all the way to the wall. McCann is on his way to third base. He'll stop there. It's a double for Marwin Gonzalez. Runners at second and third with nobody out as Marwin doubles for the second straight day. Well, that'll get the bullpen stirring, I would imagine, for the Dodgers. The Astros jumping all over you, Darvish, again. And it's the second inning woes in particular for you. But now one out with two men in scoring position for Lance McCullers. Well, let's keep this in perspective. As pitchers go, I say Lance McCullers rakes. I mean, he's got a great-looking swing, a lot of power, not that far from removed from being a hitter. One for eight as a hitter in his big league career. McCullers does not have an RBI. Here's the 1-1. And McCullers grounds it softly right side. McCann trying to score. It's picked up by Forsyth. His only play is the first. And McCullers is thrown out, but the Astros get another run. 
Three to nothing. Astros lead. McCann coming in. Going on contact on another slowly hit ground ball. And McCullers' first big league RBI comes in game seven of the World Series. And about seven of the Astros popping out of the dugout. High-fiving McCullers as he gets back in there. Knocking in a run. Last RBI by a postseason pitcher was Hugh Darvish, who walked with the bases loaded in the championship series against the Cubs. There are now two outs. And the batter is George Springer, who doubled and scored in the first. Springer has raked Darvish. Now 8 for 21 against him. Here comes the 3-2. And George drills this one deep to left center field. You can kiss that one goodbye. A two-run home run for George Springer. And the Astros lead it 5 to nothing. Springer homers for the fourth straight game. Boy, game one seems like a distant memory. Golden Sombrero for Springer. Talks about sitting him further down in the lineup. And you're looking at a possible MVP. And Roberts can't get to the mound quick enough. He wishes he had a moped at this point. Or a Lamborghini. 5-0 Astros lead the Dodgers. Bottom of the second inning. Game 7 of the World Series. Lance McCullers back out on the mound. The last starting pitcher to win on the road in Game 7 of a World Series happened a long time ago. 1971, it was Steve Blass when he won a 2-1 game. A complete game by Blass over the Orioles. Tells you how tough it is. 2-2. Chopper left side. Bregman dives, stops, gets to his feet, throws to first just in time to get Barnes. Outstanding play by Bregman for the first out of the inning as Forsyth goes to second. Boy, that was big time, showing off a ton of range, ranging about six steps to his left. He has had a stellar postseason defensively, Alex Bregman. He's certainly come up with some big hits as well, but, man, his glove work is third, has been outstanding the entire month of October and now into November. Now Morrow will be called back and Kike Hernandez will pinch hit 3-1. That's way inside. Hernandez jumping out of the way and that is the first walk for McCullers who has also hit two batters tonight. And that'll probably get somebody up in the bullpen. Probably get the pitching coach to the mound pretty soon too. Right now they're relying on McCann. He's made about five visits in an inning in a third. But there is going to be a phone call now. Brad Peacock, first man up in the Astros bullpen. First pitch. And that is lined and caught by Correa. Throws the second to double off Forsyth. Inning over. Hit sharply. Forsyth coming too far off second. And the Astros get a timely double play. Oh, what a huge break for the Astros. You can't hit it any harder if you're Chris Taylor, the way he's done all series long, but right at Correa. And Forsyth, no place to go. He couldn't even react. It got to Correa so quickly. So McCullers gives up a hit and a walk, but no runs. And we go to the third inning in game seven of the World Series. Well, Steve, you have to imagine that if McCullers gets in any trouble here, it's going to be a quick hook. Brad Peacock mm -hmm. would be next. And that one's nailed in the right center field. That's a base hit racing across his Springer. He cuts it off. Seeger falls as he rounds first base. The throw back to get him is not in time. Springer got to it, got it in quickly. Seeger was thinking two all the way and stumbled, fell, and scrambled back to first. So got ahead in the count, but Seeger, third consecutive inning now. The Dodgers have a leadoff hit. And after giving up that single, Lance McCullers was screaming at himself, pounding at his gloves, not happy at all. So Justin Turner will be the batter. He was hit by a pitch in the first inning, one of two hit by pitches from McCullers in that inning. First pitch hits him. Oh, you got to get McCullers out of there. Third hit by pitch. 
Dodgers trying to rally here, though, with one out, runners on first and second. Enter Brad Peacock. Peacock, a reliever at the beginning of the year, saved the team really as a starting pitcher in the middle of the season. And in the last few weeks, going back out to the bullpen to get ready for the playoffs. Now Brent Strom's going to come out and have a quick word with Peacock and McCann. Boy, this is some kind of intensity in this ball game. There's had to have been 10 meetings at the mound already, and we only have two outs in the bottom of the third. Peacock's 2-2. Here it is. Breaking ball got him. Excellent pitch. McCann has to smother it, throw down to first to complete that strikeout. And how about Brad Peacock getting a fly ball out from Puig and a strikeout of Jock Peterson with two runners aboard. Game seven of the World Series with the Astros leading 5 to nothing. Bottom of the sixth inning. Astros with a 5 nothing lead over the Dodgers. Some changes for the Astros. Cameron Maben in center field. George Springer moves over to right. And now on the pitch for the Astros. Their game four starter on Saturday. Working on three days rest, Charlie Morton. Now Morton will chat with McCann whose voice may be hoarse after this game. <laughs> I think McCann and the pitchers are talking more than you and I. <laughs> and now Andre Ethier will pitch hit for Clayton Kershaw. One of the previous three games at Dodger Stadium in this World Series, the Dodgers have scored twice in each of the three games. This has been their inning. But now 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position. So Kenley Jansen will be the next pitcher for the Dodgers, it would appear. And Ethier pinch hitting for Kershaw, 1-1. And Ethier bounces it right side. That'll get past Altuve and into the right field. Around third is Peterson. He will score the first run of the game of the Dodgers. Pitch hit RBI single for Andre Ethier. 5-1 Astros. Pitch on the way. And broken bat ground ball slowly hit up the middle. Fielded by Correa. Takes his time. Throws the first just in time to get Seager. Looked like Correa had some trouble getting that out of his glove. And I think the ball took a funky hop off the side of the mound. As the inning draws to a close. And Robert, a really late jump. Seager getting out of the box because that bat splintered and a piece of the wood came at his face. Wow. He stayed in the box for, uh, by the time that ball was almost to Correa because he was afraid of the part of the bat in his face. And part of the bat hit Charlie Morton. Dodgers get a run, but that's all. We go to the seventh inning. Astros five, Dodgers one. Well, hopefully it's getting a little more crazy as this game progresses as we anticipate something magical. I want to reach out to some of our fans, our listeners, Robert, and thank them for staying with us all year long. It's been awesome. No question. Great fans, great listeners, so much support. I understand there's a watch party at Minute Maid Park and the stadium's packed. You talk about the fans, so many energized by the year that this Astros team has had. And you think about 101 wins, getting to the World Series for the second time in team history and actually winning games in the World Series this time around. These are the sort of teams that get people back into baseball or make them baseball fans. Here's a 2-2 to Forsyth. And that's hit in the air right field. Playable for Springer moving to his left. He's there to make the catch, and that is out number two in the bottom of the eighth. If you're counting them down, that's four outs away. And you see the outfielders, you see the infielders starting to use two hands like he, they teach you in Little League right now, right? Morton going behind the pitching rubber to slow things down here. Tell you what, strongly consider leaving Morton in this one. He's thrown 42 pitches. He's working on three days rest. Here's the 1-1. And Barnes hits this pretty well to right center field. Maben on the move, slowing down, makes the catch. 
and the inning is over. Charlie Morton has been outstanding out of the bullpen as he has retired the last eight in a row. And we go to the ninth inning. The Houston Astros Radio Network. Bottom of the ninth inning in Game 7 of the World Series on Sports Talk 790, presented by AutoZone. Astros with a 5-1 lead over the Dodgers. Need three more outs for their first ever championship. Charlie Morton still on the mound. This is his fourth inning of work. He's retired the last eight in a row since giving up the RBI single to Andre Ethier. And he'll face Chase Utley to lead off here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Utley pinch hitting for the pitcher Wood. He is 0 for 5 in the World Series and 0 for 14 this postseason. Morton with a lot of respect for Chase Utley, teammates. One stage just saying, man, this guy is a baseball player. But right now, he's toward the end of the rope. Bregman is stepping on the grass at third, infield shaded to pole. First pitch, and that's a fastball strike on the outside corner. Maven in center, shaded slightly the other way against Utley. You remind yourselves in situations like this is to stay fundamental as fielders. Little things like look the ball in your glove. Morton hands over the head in the windup, the 0-1. And Utley hits it foul and into the seats off to the left, nothing in two. Utley pinch hit in yesterday's ball game and was hit by a pitch by Justin Verlander, and that was part of that two-run sixth inning. That put the Dodgers ahead for good. And forced this game seven. Morton with the 0-2. And Utley swings through it for strike three. Fourth strikeout for Charlie Morton. One out in the bottom of the ninth. Boy, phenomenal stuff with Morton. And a calm demeanor on the mound. And he is throwing some filth up there. Now it's Chris Taylor. One for four with a double. Dodgers have out hit the Astros six to five. But that's of cold comfort to them at the moment. The media was asking A.J. Hinch if, if he appreciates this World Series. He said, I'll appreciate it if we win. First pitch. That's a fastball just off the plate away. A lot of fans are standing. A lot of Dodgers fans trying to will their team to another comeback win. They led the majors tied with the Angels for the most come from behind wins during the regular season. Here's the 1-0. And that's hit foul and out of play behind home. And then you see quite a bit of fans in orange. Made the trip to Southern California and they're standing, many of them, hoping to see their team do something it has never done. Well, the city has caught fire with this Astros team. And I think it started in 2015. They came out of nowhere that season. 1-1. That's a fastball off the plate away. It's 2-1 now to Taylor. Maybe a step backwards in 2016, but I think everybody learned what it was going to take to get them to that next level. How can we go deep into the playoffs? I think the answer was veteran leadership. The 2-1. Swing and a miss. Good elevated fastball 2-2. Two 
Orton's staying behind his pitch as well. He's letting his arm catch up to his body. And he's throwing gas. Morton hands over the head, the 2-2. Brown ball, broken bat, rolling to the right side. Altuve to his left, he fields, throws the first just in time to get Taylor. Two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. And you think back to 2013 when the team lost all of those games and Sports Illustrated, they came out with the cover. George Springer in the throwback uni. 2017 World Series champions. How did they do that? Well, the Astros one out away from proving that there is no Sports Illustrated cover jinx. As a last hope for the Dodgers is Corey Seager. He is one for three tonight. He singled back in the third. Seager getting into the box. Morton working from the first base side of the rubber. Astros lead five to one. Pitch on the way. Round ball right side into the shift to his left. Altuve has it in short right. Throws to first. And the Astros are 2017 World Series champions. For the first time ever, the Astros are baseball's best. Well, it took them 56 seasons, but they got it done in dramatic fashion. Game seven on the road at Dodger Stadium, and the Astros prevail. World Series champions. Who would have ever believed? A mob scene out behind the pitcher's mound as the Astros celebrating their world championship. They're starting to bring out now the staging for the trophy presentation and the presentation of the World Series MVP, which will all happen on the field here at Dodgers Stadium. And you think about what this Astros team has been through in its history. Think about some of the close calls. Losing out to a really good Mets team in 1986 to get to the World Series. Getting to the World Series finally in 2005. Had a close call. Almost got there in 04. And then Going in the doldrums, the three straight 100-loss seasons, ending with the 111-loss campaign in 2013. And four years later, the Astros find themselves at the top. Two seconds till the trade deadline, and they got Verlander. How about that for a difference maker? The team in August was floundering. They weren't even playing that well. Remember the series? They got swept in Oakland four games in a row. And they looked abysmal at that point, but they bounced back. It seemed like ever since the team acquired Justin Verlander, everybody else stepped their game up. Altuve, probable MVP of the American League and emerging stars in Bregman, Correa, Springer. It's going to be interesting to see who gets the MVP of the World Series, but unbelievable ride for this team. Got off to such a great start first half. All the injuries in the starting rotation, they got healthy at the perfect time. By the way, they have credited Charlie Morton with the win in this ball game as he finished off this game with four innings of one-run baseball and was absolutely outstanding. Lance McCullers lasting just two and a third innings in the start. Did not allow a run, but plenty of traffic. So it wound up being a bullpen game for the Astros. 
as the Astros join the 1985 Royals as the only two teams to win game seven of an LCS and of a World Series. And the Astros winning game seven here in Dodger Stadium on the road for their first ever World Series title. Takes so many people, player development, the scouts, front office, coaching staff, players, and all the talent in the world. And sometimes it takes a little bit of luck too. But everybody in the community galvanized after Hurricane Harvey coming together and even an extra purpose for this team to give every, everything they had. And what a team it was. You can't look or even ask for a, a, a group of guys that get along as well as this Houston Astros team does. And uh, probably a credit to some of the veterans on this team, a coaching staff, but everybody lets everybody be who they are. And it shows when they get on the field. Unbelievable. All right, now get downstairs so you can cover the, the champagne-fueled celebration uh -oh, what? coming up in a little bit. Uh-oh, no. <laughs> Astros take Game 7 of the World Series from the Los Angeles Dodgers by a final of 5-1. to one. And the Astros are 2017 World Series champions! This has been a production. They got it done in dramatic fashion. Game 7 on the road at Dodger Stadium. Of the Houston Astros. For the first time ever, the Astros are baseball's best. Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.